Okay, good morning everybody. Let's get started. Today is Daf Lamed Gimel, number 33. And yesterday was Daf Lamed Beis. And we're going to do a review of yesterday's Daf, get to today's Daf. So first things first, uh, we, oh, we are learning. <laughs> right, it's been a while, right? We are learning. Nishmas. <laughs> From Bashmol Shimon, see if I remember the names. Daniel Benet Baruch Ben Yudaleib Ve'emi and Naftali Yosef Ben Chaim Nisan Halevi and Rufu Shleimet all who need it. And with that, and let's get started. Oh yeah. Today is a special day. Today is the 64th anniversary for our wedding. Wow, Mazel Tov! Many more in health. In health, something. Yeah. Okay, next year is 65. That's a big one. So, no, next year I'm expecting. I'm expecting a nice. Next year, uh, your, marriage, <laughs> next year your marriage get King Kong Social Security. <laughs> okay, let's get started on the review of the from the Taflamid Base. The review. of The Mishnah starts starts right at the top of the page of the Mishnah. And um, so, what did we learn yesterday? So, he's talking about. Um, uh, a contrast or similarities between Kodesh Mizbeach and Kodesh Bedekabais. As we know, Kodesh Mizbeach are things that we sanctify to be brought as offerings on the Mizbeach, and Kodesh Bedekabais are donations to the Temple, basically primarily financial donations that uh, for general fund, the general upkeep of the Beis Hamikdash. Okay, so the Mishnah tells us that both Kodesh Mizbeach and Kodesh Bedekabais. You cannot change them from their kedusha, meaning once they are what they are, they are what they are. That's it. It's set in stone. Okay. However, um, the Mishnah tells us that they, you can be makdish them. What's called a hekdish iloy. What that means is unclear from the Mishnah, but we'll see in the Gemara. And uh, we also saw that uh, um, you can be machrim them, which we'll see, we'll see what that means soon. And uh, if something happens to them that they die, then there's nothing that can be done. You just bury them, okay? Uh, if if the, it's a living animal and they die, they get buried. It's not clear um, what's the scenario exactly. Are we talking about Kachem Mizbeach, Kachem Bedekabayis? We'll see. Also in the Gemara, and Rib Shimon says that when it comes to Kachem Bedekabayis, if they die, then they can be redeemed. Okay, they may be redeemed. And that's what we saw in the Mishnah. So, first of all, we have Rav Hun in the Gemara, he says that Kach Mizbech, that you uh, said on this Kach Mizbech, that you were matvis them, that they should also be Chermei Kohanim. Okay, so basically I have this korban, uh, uh, let's say, and I say that I want it to go to a Chermei Kohen, which basically is a gift to the Kohen in in other words, it goes as a gift to the Kohen. It just has a, a lot of power of, uh, of, of like, Egdish in a sense. But uh, it, it's meaningless. Why is it meaningless? So says Ravuna that it's based on the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, Kol Chirim Kodesh Kodashum Hulashem, which tells you that Kol Chirim, uh, that's Kodesh Kodashim. Um, meaning of karbanos hahu lashem lahavi it should be for God and it doesn't become no, no part of it becomes connected to the coin and uh, that's the story okay so the Gemara asks I how can that be we have a kasha why because it says that by kacha bitikabayis that you connect to kacha mizbeach you are matvis 
Kachim Betak Abayis on. Uh, or on Kachim Izbech or on Chermekoanim. So you have something that is already Kachim Izbech or Chermekoanim. And I want to and I want to say that it should have Kedushas Betak Abayis on either of those things. That's Lo Asukum. That's nothing. But if it's Chermekoanim that you're connecting to uh, that whether Kachim Izbech or Kachim Betak Abayis, it says it's not um, right. Um, uh, Right, whether if kachim is or kachim bet kabayis lo asukulam, but doesn't that imply that if you have kachim is that you start off with that you matvis to chermik it does have an effect. That's the implication, and uh, which is basically straight up against what Rav Huna is telling us. So the Gemara explains that what Rav Huna is talking about. What, to what, what does it mean lo asukulam? Lo means meaning your state has no effect. No effect. I say it didn't catch. Doesn't take whatsoever. It has okay. no meaning. That's it's right. right. So, so in the simplest sense, right, right. It doesn't even get anything. No, That's no right. part That's of it becomes becomes, becomes effective. Right. So we have right now a tiyufta on Ravuna. Disproved to Ravuna. So Ravuna says. So, um, so what we're talking about over here is kachim isbech that your mattress for bedeka bias. In other words, you misunderstood it. We were saying that the that kachim is back can't um, can become a kachim, uh, can become even a chermikonim. Meaning, you can be matvis to chermikonim. Actually, that's not true. The reason why we left out kachim is back from the list is because if kachim is back that you connect to bedikabayis, that's what has some effect. But to chermikonim, it does indeed have no effect. So the reason why we didn't mention Kachim Izbech being matvis to the other two is because for one of the two, it actually does have an effect. And the other one, it actually does not. So the Gemara says, so why isn't it listed with the, uh, with the, other, with the other ones as another thing that doesn't have any effect? Because only time that we list it is when it, doesn't, it, do, it does not have any effect to either of the other two. And since this one has an effect to one of the two, meaning if I have Kajim Izbech and I'm Matvizid for Kajim Betekabais, it actually will have an effect. So therefore, I, it wasn't listed. When it has two, then we do list it. When it doesn't have both, then it's not mentioned. Okay. So basically, to just summarize, Rav Huna is simply saying, a halacha that when you starting off with something that's Kajim Izbech, let's say I sanctify this to be a carbon. And now I say, now I want it to become Chermekhanim, has a zero result. Nothing changes. Okay, nothing happens there. Now, we saw in our Mishnah that, however, right, we said that Kachim is Be'er, Kachim Be'er, Kachim Be'er, Kachim Be'er, but we said, What does that mean, Hegdish Eloi? Doesn't that mean that it becomes uh, an Eloi for the Be'er, Kachim and also machrimim lechemikonim. Sounds like either. So the Gemara says um, that's what. So we assume that hegdish iloi means that it's going to have an effect, even that you can be makdishit, you can elevate it somehow to the bedikah bias. Meaning whatever I own in the korban, that even though I made this a korban, if I want to say that that it should have that that that, My portion. that it should go to the so the bedikabayis, whatever chilek, whatever share I have in this animal, will in fact have to go up to the, you know, be given to the bedikabayis. So isn't that true also for the chemikon? So Gemara says no, it's only kach bedikabayis, and that's all that it can be elevated to. Um, 
Um, so, uh, and what we mean by machrimen oson, we don't mean machrimen oson for cherme kohanim, because then that would mean that he could be come cherme kohanim. But we mean the other kind of cherem, as we know. There's two types of cherem depending on the wording you use. It's the cherme, the cherem of going to the base of bedekabais, basically. So, so it doesn't make a difference whether you use the terminology of regular Agdish for bedekabais or you use the lashon of cherem for bedekabais. So that's. Straight up, right. Not Cherem Kahanim, the Cherem of which is basically another way to say Hegdish Bedekabais. Okay, so that's what the Gemara is. So we thought we had a good question from the from our Mishnah against Rav Huna. Now we're saying, no, he's, he's understanding that the word Machrim in Osan is only for Cherem Bedekabais, not the Cherem of Kohanim. Okay. Problem is, is that the Brisa says, the Ferish, that that is not the case. Because it says Hegdish Ilu of Kachim Bedekabayis and Machrim and Osam Cherem Kohanim. Okay, it doesn't leave you room for any other way to interpret. That's number one. And furthermore, the Brisa says that Kachim is Beach that you were Makdish for Cherem Kohanim. Masha Asa Asui. It's done. It does have an effect. So it does somehow the whatever shear you still own in this animal. That's what's going to. That's what's going to become now Cherem Kohanim. So this is a disproof to Ravuna, and that's a story. Disproof. Okay, Ravuna's wrong. Yeah, what can you do? Okay, so you win some, you lose some. Yes. Yes, he's saying. It's disproven from the, from, from the Mishnah, basically. Ah, problem is, is that it's not Ravuna's fault, it's a Pasuk, okay? So we have to have an explanation of the Pasuk, because Ravuna's bringing a Pasuk. So Ula explains that there's another understanding of the Pasuk. When it says in the Pasuk, Cherem kol Cherem, um, so basically, um, it's not saying uh, when it's saying it could have said cherem kachim kachim who, and it says v'chol cherem. That's saying that on everything cherem can be chal, even on kachim kachim. So in other words, there's a way to read the the pasuk to come to the exact opposite conclusion that even on kachim kachim you can actually declare on it a cherem of kohanim. And in fact, that's what's going to happen is that the shear that you have in the carbon will in fact be elevated to a to to have the status of a chirim kohanim. Okay. Now, um, the problem with that is that uh, this is Ula talking, and Ula himself says something else because Ula says that when you're matvis and Ola for bedeka bias, so what happens? Um, all that you have is an ikov gizbarin bolvad, which is very interesting. Is that what you're saying? Is is that this carbon ola that I'm bringing is should we go to the bedikabais? Well, what do I have in an ola? Nothing. I have nothing from an ola, right? <laughs> what is my share in an ola? It goes all kula lashamayim, right? So right. So what does it mean? It's almost a meaningless statement. It's not exactly meaningless. What happens is is that there's an ikuv gizbar belvat that means that it's as if the treasurers of the base of migdash are now the are the bailim, and they and they stand in as the owner. 
so to speak. So the tri- so basically it means that they get shle- have to schlep out of their out of their office it's and come to the base of the Right. And now they have to stand outside in front of the carbon as an owner would stand in front of the carbon. But it's almost like uh, it's just right, whatever. They're they're right. It's uh, they come and they stand on it. It doesn't sound like they're even doing smicha or anything. Okay. They're just standing there because it's like ki'ilu, it's their carbon. Obviously it's not their carbon, they're just representatives. But that's that's what that's all it means. Okay. So that's what's that's what's done, transacted when the bow well, you donate again. Well, the bow goes, the bow is, is <coughs> what does he have in the carbonola? He stands on he stands over it and it's as if it's his, right? It's his it's his carbon. Not so like that, a shlami. A shlami, he has a <coughs> there's a shit right? exactly right. Yeah, Islam does have many right. Right. So so the Gemara, okay, so this is our, this is a bit, so the Gemara says that, um, okay, so w- what's the answer? So the Gemara answers is that, again, there's a little bit of a Gears issue over here, is that it's Midra Banan, meaning that this Brisa that left Kachim Mizbeach out of the list, is, sounds like that there is a Hegdish Eloi, that's only Midra Banan. And uh, the Pasuk, so we're giving like a whole new answer, sort of, it's Midra Banan, and uh, this uh, pasuk um, is really only talking about ila, um, meaning in a Torah level. That's what we're saying that it doesn't have any significance in a Torah level of a chermikohanim. But uh, but it but uh, but but it's really only rabbinic that uh, um is chal uh, ahegdish iloi. It's only midarabanan that it's chal because midaraisa. There's nothing there. It's only ikuv gizbarin. Which is almost like a non, like a non thing. Okay, so the Gemara says for Meila, what do you need a pasuk for Meila? Uh, it says um, it says a kachik kadoshim. So obviously there's a din Meila. So the Gemara answers. Well, Rabbiani says that actually, if you think about it, Meila is not uh, the only funny thing. The whole issue of Meila, din of Meila in the Torah, is only written by Ola altogether. It's all it's written. And as, as the pasuk says, nefesh kisimol mal bechata b'shkaga mikach Hashem. So that sounds like that it's only miuchadim Hashem, meaning only Ola, which is fully for God. That's where there's a din miila if you benefit for yourself. But truly, by chatas hanasham, technically, from the Torah's perspective, it does not have a din miila on it directly. And the only way we know that Chathas and Hashem also have a Din Me'ila is thanks to Rebbe, because Rebbe learns that when it says Kochel of Lashem, it's saying that a Murim of Kachim Kalim, since that's the part that also goes Lashem, there's a Din Me'ila on that portion that's Lashem. Okay? And from there we say, well, if that's true for the Murim of Kachim Kalim, it's also going to be true for the parts of the Chathas and Hashem that also go Lashem, it's also going to have a Din Me'ila. Okay, so so what, what, what do you mean? I it says kachim kachim by by chatas and asham. It's kachim kachim. So so of course it's a din mila. So obviously the word kachim kachim is not an automatic shoe in to the fact that it's going to have a din mila. The, the the fact that we need a special drasha to include uh, to include it. So therefore we need a pasuk to tell you yes there is a din mila on it. Okay, so. Um, and therefore, by Haramim as well, even though it says by Haramim, fascinating thing, a Cherim 
until you give it to the coin, it's an interesting status. Before you give it to the Kheir, let's say I declare on, I could declare on anything, right? It's not done to do with Korbanos. I could declare on a car, this car should be a Kheirim for the Kohanim. It has a din of Hagdish, okay? Until I hand it over to the coin, and then the coin could do with it as he pleased. He could sell it on, you know, he could do- donate it to whatever, to cars for kids, whatever he wants to do with it. He could, it's as he pleases, you understand? It's irrelevant, right? Um, what he does with it. it becomes completely chulin in the hand of the coin, but until it goes into the hand of the coin, it's Kodesh Kadashim. It's the highest level sanctity. It's fascinating. Anyway, use the word Kodesh Kadashim to describe the Quranim, but that doesn't change the fact that you still need a Pasuk to tell you that there's a Dinmi'il on it. That's the story. Okay. Brings us to the, the next thing. So we've discussed this status. So let's say somebody's Maktish and Ola for Bedeka Bayis. So what, is it? What, uh, what does that mean? It's the only meaning is, is that there's an ik of Gizbarim that the Gizbarim have to stand in. Okay? Stand in as the owner. We have a kash on this. Somebody's Maktish and Ola Bedeka Bayis. You cannot shecht it. In other words, what happens? You have to first redeem it. Meaning... What, what it's saying is, is that basically I, I'm making this animal, I have to basically say whatever value this ola is, I'm giving that to the Pentecapayas. And then after I already redeemed it, then I can bring it as my carbonola. Because so, it, it stays as a carbon, but its value is going to go to the, to the base of Mikdash. I'm going to have to basically double up on the value. And the value is going to be given as a gift to the, to the base of Mikdash. Sukhmar so says that's actually only Midurapanan. And it makes sense that it's only Midurapanan because if it says afterwards, what if you shacked it without asking? You didn't realize you brought it as a carbon straight up. What's done is done. So the Gemara says, must be that it's Durabanan. So the Gemara says, if that's true, then why does it say in the Sefer, Omal in Shteimi'ilos? It's two Mi'ilos. What do you mean it's not two Mi'ilos? Two Mi'ilos means that there's double Mi'ilos over here. It's not double Mi'ilos. So the Gemara says, you're right. Um, what it's saying is it's ru'uya limo It's as if there's tumilas. Ru'uya means it's not quite. It's only midirabanan, but there's kilu tumilas on it because I'm going to also have to give its value to the base of Middash And right, exactly. Okay. Then we said in the so Mishnah. The okay. Who every time? Well, well, that no, no. So one second. This ink of gizbar that was. Now we're finding out no. This is yeah, but that's all midrabanan. That's not a Torah law. Right, right. The Torah is requiring. The Torah is saying there's nothing really happening here. The rabbis are saying something is happening here. We want to, you, you know, don't be so quick to say things or whatever. It's gonna. Uh, that's what you 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 got to donate the full value of the all or whatever it is. That's what you're gonna give. Okay, brings us to the next thing we said in the Mishnah. That if it dies, you bury him. Okay. Now that's gonna bring them. We have to. It's a good thing that we're starting from here because the whole of today's daf is gonna be going back and forth mm-hmm. between these varying opinions. Mm-hmm. So we have here a major machlokas between Rabbi Yochanan and Rishlakish as to what is the machlokas between Rabbanon and Rabbi Shimon. So you have to halt cup, as they say, meaning okay. hold on to your heads so nothing falls out. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. First thing, so Rabbi Yochanan says, according to the rabbi's opinion, not Rabbi Shimon, the Rabbanon, both Kachim Mizbeach and Kachim Bedek require Hamada Vaharacha. Okay? Meaning that in order to redeem it, in order to value, in order to take it away from Hegdish's hands, or to whatever, the way it works is, you must, uh, you must first stand it up, 
make mm-hmm. sure it has to be healthy, alive, that it can be stood up in front of the evaluators, and the evaluators can evaluate what its value is, and then they evaluate it, and then that's how much you have to give to the base of Mikdash. That's the requirement for both Kachim Mizbech and Kachim Bedekabais, according to the Rabbanon. And that's Rabbi Yochanan Shita in the Rabbanon. Okay? What does Rish Lakish say? Rish Lakish says that according to the Rabbanon, Kachim Bedekabais does require Amad of Aracha. But by Kachim Mizbech, there is no requirement of Amad of Aracha. Okay? And that is as far as the shita of what the Rabbanon So there's a machlokas between Rabbi Yochan and Rish Lakish as to what is the Rabbanon shita. Is there a requirement for Bede Kabayis as well as Kachim Mizbeach to, appraise to, to, uh, to be stood up and appraised? And if it can't stand up, it can't yeah. be appraised and it can't be redeemed. Okay? So obviously that's what we're saying. And, that, and we're saying, the Rab, what do the Rabbanon hold? According to Rabbi Yochanan, the Rabbanon hold that both require Hamad Varacha. And according to Rabbi Shlakish, that's not true. Only Kache Bedekabais require Hamad Varacha. Kache Mizbech never require Hamad Varacha according to the Rabbanon. What about Rabbi Shimon? Both, both Rabbi Yochanan and Rabbi Shlakish agree. That Rib Shimon would hold by Kachim Bedgabayis does not require Madvaracha, and Kachim Mizbeach definitely does. So basically, the question is: are, uh, Is the Rabbanon's opinion the rever- the complete re- reverse of the complete reverse of Rib Shimon, or is the Rabbanon's um, uh, in agreement with Rib Shimon as far as? Kachim is back that it requires Hamad Baracha. They just disagree about Which the Bedikabais. That's the question. Really sorry. Yeah. What's Bedikabais? Bedikabais is the general fund that goes to the base of Migdash. Bedikabais, the upkeep of the base right? of Migdash. General donation fund. Kachim is back is what's going to be a brought as an zen. offering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An the, actual korban. You understand? The actual korban. Yeah, right. Yeah. But anything else, it's, it's Bedikabais. Think about the word Bedik. Habayit. Bedek is like there's a crack in the wall and it needs fixing. So that's, where does that come from? from a there was a collection, fund a general fund of the Beis Hamikdash. That's what. The exactly. So that's all fun, money. You know, everything is transferred to cash. And the question is, does Without it need, the, right, in living animals, when you donate a living animal, does it need to be stood up to be evaluated or not? The Gizvar can sell it and get the money. Yeah, but he doesn't be a, but it still needs to be evaluated professionally. They don't claro, get it. Claro, claro. Right. He needs a professional evaluation. There's a whole system where they how they evaluate it. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Um, okay. That's the basic machlokis here. Okay. Um, okay. So sorry. Okay, so we're just right. So the, that's the Gemara. So they both agree that Shimon holds Kachim Bedekabais does not require a Madav Aracha, and Kachim Mizbech does require a Madav Aracha. Now, they also, everybody would agree that if it was a Balmum Me'ikara, meaning it started out as a blemished animal, when you do, and you donated already a, a pre-blemished animal, it started out blemished, it had a broken leg, and I donated it as a Korban, so that does not require Madhavaracha. That everybody would agree, according to what we're saying now. It's acceptable for the Rebekah I know, but if, even though you donated it the wrong way, you said, I want to donate it this for the Okay, it's not It does paid. not require, since it, it does not require a Madhavaracha. Even this, everybody would agree to. Okay. okay, now. 
So, we said, I don't know how far you got to yesterday. Oh, keep going. Keep going. Okay. Page. All right. So, we learned in the Mishnah. Reb Shimon says that Kotshe Bedek that die can be redeemed. Okay? Now, if you go with Rabbi Yochanan, who says that the Rabbanon hold both uh, require Amadavaracha, then Reb Shimon is saying explicitly, yes, but I disagree when it comes to Kotshe Bedek I say Kotshe Bedek does not require Amadavaracha, and therefore if they die, it can be redeemed. But according to Rish Lakish, okay, why would he have to single out, speak out and say that by Kotshe Bedek that dies, it can be redeemed? He should just say, if they die, it needs to be redeemed. Okay? In other words, the words, that was inserted here, is not necessary according to Rish Lakish. That's Gemara's question. So Gemara says, the Rish Lakish will tell you that Rav Shimon did not really know what the Tanakam was talking about, for sure. And he's saying, look, I'm not sure what you mean um, what, that when you say that it has to be buried, I don't know which case you're talking about. If you're talking about Kachim Izbeach, I'm asking, I agree with you that uh, it needs to be buried because you, uh, you cannot redeem what's dead already. But uh, if you're talking about Kachim Izbeach, that if, it may su- if if they die, Kachim Izbeach dies, well, then the Allah is that it can be redeemed. Okay. Is that, what's the value of a dead animal? Who's it has a carcass value. Who's going to buy it? The original. Oh, what? Yeah, yeah, of course, but it is what it is. You know, listen, you know, you, you're trying to recoup whatever value you can find. I'm saying the carcass has value. It's dog food, it's a lot of things. It's leather, there's things that you can do with it. Okay. We brought down a brysa that supports Rabbi Yochanan. It says if there's a behema that's it says, in mimena. Okay? An animal that you bring from it. So what are we talking about? Balimumin sheyiftu. That a balmum can be redeemed. Now, you say it's balimum, or maybe it's a behemotemeya. How do you know what's talking about? In behemotemeya. Saying that it can be redeemed. Maybe it's talking about a non-kosher animal. So the Gemara says, no, we have a special pasuk for the non-kosher animal. It says, behemotemeya. So we know that if somebody donates a donkey, let's say, to the base of Mikdash, it can be redeemed. Now we have a pasuk for that. So, Behemoth Tamea is already spoken for. So, what it's saying over here is talking about in Behemoth, it's talking about Balimumin, that it can be redeemed. Now, maybe you can even redeem it if it only has a temporary, trans, uh, uh, a temporary blemish, meaning it has, let's say, a broken leg that can heal. It's already redeemable because you're not going to bring it in this state as a carbon. No, no, no. That's why it says, meaning it can never be brought. It specifies that we're talking about where it's never going to be fit. So we're talking about a blemish that's a permanent blemish. Okay? So we're excluding when it will not be able to be brought today, but it will be able to be brought tomorrow. Because and on that, man, one second, let's get to the question. What's the question? So the Torah is telling us that you must evaluate it. So what do we see? That a blemished animal, so, right, right, what are we saying? A blemished animal needs Hamada Varacha. Okay? 
so that is a support to, uh, and we're talking about clearly Kachem, what? Kachem Bet Mizbeach or Kachem Bet Kabayt? Kachim is Beach, right, exactly. We're talking about Kachim is Beach, and we're saying it must have a mother of Arocha, which is the supporter of Yochran. So, right now, we're saying we got a good uh, Raya, a Brysa, that backs up Rabbi Yochran's Shita. And is that where you left off yesterday? I'm guessing. Yeah, exactly. Exactly here. So, we're going to stop for a second.